Yeah, baby. 
Hey, 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 it's your girl Jenny Steele. Welcome to Still Got It. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Starting you off there with a little bit of Omar, tell me. And I tell you what, when you think about Omar and how long these beautiful tracks have been going for, um, this one I think is from the early 2000s. So shouts out to Omar on that and it's still a beautiful track. What would we do without tracks like that at a time like this? So it is Valentine's Day. And before we get started with my beautiful guest here, um, I'm going to shout out everyone from last week. We had Charlotte Crowell and she has had so much great feedback. And I've had people asking about her book and her. And I just want to shout out her and everyone who supported that show last week. You can go and find her on Instagram and her book is on her website. Shouts out to the management right here at Reach london radio shouts out to my sponsors juvenis and the groove school now listen my guest all i'm going to say is this i love this cupid in the city a 360 solution for busy professionals ready to find a life partner introducing siobhan how are you i'm very well thank you so lovely to have you here yeah, it's um, so lovely to see you again after all these years. Really lovely. And you know what? I'm going to shout out Amanda Starr on this one because we were having a conversation and I was like, oh, Valentine's is coming. She was like, oh my God, you know, Siobhan Copeland. I was like, yes. Oh, that's nice. And I came and looked you up and you were still doing this great work that you're doing around relationships and matchmaking. So I was like, no better time than to reach out to you now. Yeah, so, no, it was a nice you. surprise hearing from you. And yeah, shout out to Amanda Starr. It's, uh, it'd be good to see her again soon because yeah. obviously we've, we've worked together in the past and she's amazing and great to see that she's still doing lots of uh, lots of interesting, exciting things no, in space. No, definitely. Yeah. And I think once we are in this entertainment spin, entertainment industry, it's actually really nice for us to recommend some of the people that we've worked with in the past. You know, mm-hmm. I think we need to do a little bit more of that. So mm-hmm. it was really lovely for her to say, yeah, 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 reach out to us so i came and had a look see you in your beautiful self um (laughs) still working hard um and i just thought you know what it'll be a good time and who knew that the show would be on valentine's day actually on it so perfect timing perfect timing for you to come in so listen from relationship coach matchmaker the heart and brains behind cupid in the city Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, tell us a little bit before we get started tell us a little bit about you and how you got started did relationship coaching come first and then the matchmaking sure so the matchmaking came first and the the way that I kind of entered into the world of matchmaking was kind of by accident <laughs> um I am definitely a person that is or has always had my hands in a lot of pies. <laughs> and one of the things that I was doing, I was actually working as a PA for Kojo, the comedian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just moved back from Dubai and he contacted me and was like, will you be looking for any work when you're back? Um, I'm looking for a PA. And I was like, yeah, I, I'm going to be getting like a full-time job, but I can happily do that yeah. kind of as a side hustle. Yeah. I've always loved a side hustle. Of course, me too. I'm <laughs> <fine> to that. <laughs> so I did. And it was so much fun. Like I was organi- helping to organise the uh, Sunday shows that he did at Cork's Wine Bar. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. That's where I worked back in the day. Did you? I worked as guest list and door. Oh. 
at his night? Or? At, yes, I worked at the time I was working for Calvin Francis, oh, who, right, who yeah. was the promoter of the night. And yeah, so very small. Small? Mm. Wow. So how we're all connected in some way. Like yeah. See that entertainment line <laughs> not going anywhere. <laughs> and it was remarkable. You know, I just met so many incredible people like, you know, uh, Kevin Hart and Chris Rock and all those yeah. guys would come down like it was this little basement place wasn't it no like, definitely it little, uh, definitely well was, hidden and the food was nice actually it was like it Thai was. food wasn't it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a little that's what I'm saying so and, and I remember him saying to me he came up with the idea and he said you know have you noticed like most of the people that come here like because it was a regular crowd you know yeah. like most same faces you would see yeah. most weeks and he'd be like most of them here are single well, I don't want to do it, but would you want to do like a singles night? And I was like, sure, yeah, why not? Uh, so we put together this speed dating night. That was 2009. Wow. Yeah, and um, it was so much fun. And there were quite a lot of matches from it. Brilliant. And I just got this buzz for setting people up, you know. And of course, everyone was sort of like, oh, when's the next one? Um, oh. I was like, this is going to be a one, this was going to be a one off, but okay, <laughs> I'll keep doing them. So I kept doing them. And then before long, you know, suddenly you have this database of, yeah, of, of single people because like more people hear about it and then new faces yeah. start to come. Of course. And so then I had, I don't know, within a few months, a few hundred single people kind of details. Yeah. And I'd have like information of, you know, what they were interested in, what they did for work, their ages and everything. And just sort of curiously looking through the list and kind of going, oh, look, I wonder if these two would probably look oh, like brilliant. a good match. You know, so I didn't know that matchmaking was a job was a, or yeah, a, it was a thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a fun thing to do, right? So I just sent an email out to everyone and said, oh, would anyone be interested in me setting you up one-on-one, like maybe on a blind day or, you know, and again, <laughs> loads of people was like, oh, yeah, that'll be fun. And so it just kind of grew from there. And I had a full-time job. I was working for an architect firm as like an office manager during yeah. the day. But I was just always like a daydreamer. So yeah. I'd be at the desk when it was quiet. Yeah, I was doing I was like writing articles for different uh, magazines and, yeah. and going to all these different like uh you know press release la- product launches you know like these fragrance launches yeah, and yeah, I, I would, of course. I'd have to cover all of those things so it was all fun I was all in that kind of like celebrity world and doing really fun glamorous things but I was always like thinking about relationships and even with 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 that I was like can I start blogging about relationship stuff and yeah. They just gave me real free reign to be able to do anything. And I did. And then I I did get made redundant. And I just remember the two directors of the company saying to me, Siobhan, you're an entrepreneur. You should just go and do your business. Yeah. And I was like, what? What business? Like, <laughs> duh. And they're like, you've got a dating business. Go and do that. Don't go and... I remember him saying so clearly, don't go and get another job. Yeah. Go and do your business. And they actually offered to invest in me at that oh, point. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. What? But I turned it down because I, I, I've I, had to learn to receive. It's taken yes. me a long time in my life to learn to receive because I'm a giver. Yes. But I haven't found it easy to receive. Yeah. So I was like, no, no, I don't want your money. You know, it's fine. Okay. But yeah, maybe I will. I'll try and do my business. And yeah, what, more than 10 years later, kind of here we are yeah. with, with it being a, um, you know, up there with, agencies in London that have got like Mayfair offices and stuff yeah no so Um, good it's brilliant yeah it's amazing it's been a real journey I was gonna say the journey for you to see 
you know, where you started and it was just side hustle, having yeah. fun, putting people together to yeah. actually produce a business out of it. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and, you know, when I started doing the matchmaking, I was charging people like £100 a month yeah. to be able to find them dates and get yeah. them. And f- at that time, that seemed really good. I was like, yeah. you know, £100 a month, I'm getting people a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now people are willing to spend up to £10,000, £20,000. So it's yeah, just... Yeah, I was going to say to you, like, is it expensive for someone to come and actually be... Because, you know, I think the only... There's there's one programme on, isn't there? Millionaire Matchmaker, which yeah. is so fun to watch because, you know, everyone's mingling, but actually they are some high-level... <laughs> <laughs> they are some high-level, yeah. you know, women and some high-level men. Um, and, and you can see where the list is, especially when you see the guys and you see the women that are on this list <laughs> that they want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then what they look like. But obviously there's a lot of money that's gone into that. So, yeah, is it expensive? Because it is a lot of work. It isn't just yeah. putting two people together, right? Exactly. And I just realised, like, as time went on, just how time intensive this work yeah. is yeah um clearly you know these people have got a lot to offer they're they're well educated they've got great jobs they're good yeah. looking they you know you'd think why would they have trouble finding someone yeah it's because standards are so high and it's it's actually you know i i guess when you are like a busy career person as well yeah you don't want to just be hanging around in a bar trying to chat people up or no. you don't want to be online on apps so that everyone knows your business yeah, like no, it, definitely. they want that discreet kind of service yeah. and, and they also want to know that people are like i don't really like the word but like vetted yeah you yeah. know but these days it makes sense right yeah it makes sense an element of it especially if you are looking for a life partner yeah you know that there needs to be a little bit of an element of vetting because we've all done it right we meet people and then we go tap their name in on online and google people so yeah it, it does make sense yeah it does and i think it's you know people kind of want to feel safe meeting yeah. people yeah so there's like that safety aspect especially as a woman i guess it feels safer definitely to know that like there's been some background checks that's been done yeah. on that person yeah. and you know that they're in it for the right intentions and reasons yes, as, as well, well. yeah because yeah. we know i mean even now there's a lot of there's a few things that i've seen on netflix around you know fraud big amounts mm-hmm. of fraud that tinder you know, swindler yes, show. i haven't watched actually, that yet i've yeah. watched it and without giving out any spoilers all i can say is wow mm. i mean i've often you know you look on social media and see people living certain lifestyles and i, I just don't know how this guy pulled it off but mm. it, it was serious yeah um, and i think that watching programs like that would make you want if you're going to take this seriously then i think the vetting just makes sense yeah yeah exactly and it's kind of like they're kind of money rich time poor that's that's typically the client yeah. you know um yeah. so i kind of more my speciality is mainly working with like millionaire men yeah but i've got a team in place who you know work with just ge- generally just professional people yes. so they kind of ideally want to meet someone that's like also got a professional job as well yeah. and yeah. you know there is that thing of especially now there's women that are earning really well yeah. right yeah. and it's that, that there's also that now thing of like they don't want a guy that is not going to be able to kind of keep up with the lifestyle with them, that they've yeah. created for themselves. Yes. 
yeah and I think I, I I definitely would agree with that I think you know I, even just speaking for myself yeah. if you've got to a level and you can look after yourself and make yourself happy if you want to fly out you can you yeah. work really really hard I think that that's it, it's not just about finances it's about that lifestyle yeah and you don't want someone to feel like they're behind you don't want someone to be you know because that will cause an argument yeah in itself yeah um and I think that that whole being on the same page mm. just makes sense. It makes it easier, right? Yeah. And I think that, you know, you don't want to just choose someone based on their financial status. It, it, it seems very shallow and maybe yeah. superficial to kind of just put it down to that. Yep, yep, definitely. But it's like uh, there is there is evidence that does suggest that people are from similar social economic backgrounds yes. and educational backgrounds have more chance of lasting long in the long term. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So take us through from start to finish. If I was like one of your billionaire, millionaire clients and I'm looking <laughs> uh, for um, a life partner, yeah. what would the stages be? So the first stage is having a consultation, yeah. which is normally done over the phone. And I'm, you know, just like in any interview, I don't really prepare too much questions. <laughs> I just kind of just just chat, right? Um, and I think just by talking to someone, and it's same on a date. Yeah. You know, I always say to my clients, don't go there with this whole list of questions that you've got to ask, yeah. and tick boxes. Yeah. Just approach it with curiosity, yeah. right? Um, so I'm very curious about people and I just generally ask and just talk and just ask about them to get really get to know them. And I have got a good skill of like, you know, if I can speak to someone in an hour... I can go away and write a profile up on them and they're like, oh my gosh, you know me better than I know myself. Yeah. Like, I just literally can uncover so much stuff. Yes. Um, anything from, you know, yeah, how they grew up, their, their values, what their interests are, what their aspirations are, their relationship history, who they've dated in the past, what's worked, what hasn't. Yeah. And a lot of that, if you think about it, a lot of that questioning doesn't happen in the beginning. No. It actually kind of opens out later on, you know. When you're dating someone, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. Because it's kind of... And I think that's that's where that kind of... That vetting side yes. comes in. Yeah. Because I'm able to gather so much information from that's that right. person in a short space of time. Yeah. Whereas when you're dating someone, meeting them for dinner once a week, yeah. it might take you three months to, yeah, get, definitely. to get to know that about a person. Yeah, definitely, right? definitely. So that makes sense. So, yeah. yeah, oh, wow. So that's a lot of information. What yeah. happens after that? So after that, you know, we, we do assess and think, right, okay, this person's expectations, what are they looking for? Are they willing to be guided by the matchmaking team? Because when someone comes with just a list and says, you know, find me this. Yeah. I can't work with people like that. No. Right? Um, and there are some agencies that would happily kind of, for, if the fee's right, they would take yeah. on someone. I mean, there are, you know, just recently I hear stories of, you know, a man that's approaching 60 that wants to date women under 25 only. And, you know, and, and not only that, but wants several dates with women like uh -oh. this per week. Oh. But he's willing to pay the price, so he's able to get that, you know. And I'm not that kind of matchmaker. Yeah. You know, I, I'm i not saying that it's kind of about... Well, it is really about taking a bit of a moral high ground, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, because for me, it's got to feel morally right. It's got to feel like I can, I can meet that person's expectations yeah. and it's, it's realistic. Because again, you know, sometimes people do try to incentivize me with, you know, bonuses and things sort of like, can you give me more attention? Can you get me more dates if I just pay you more? And it's like, I can only give you what, what time what I have. Saying, There's yeah. only so many hours in the day. Yeah. There's only, you know, I've got so many other clients, clients to think about. Yeah. So 
if I feel I can I can give you the time, absolutely I will. Yeah. But um, you know, at the same time, it's got to be realistic. The expectations there, yeah, definitely. So myself and the team, we kind of sit down together after. They speak to me first and they speak to someone else on my team after. And then we both kind of go and, and gather what our impressions are of that person yeah. as to whether we feel that we can actually work with this person. Yeah. You know, are they going to be are they going to be willing to kind of let us take the lead and say, look, I suggest you meet this person. They may not necessarily fall completely within the parameters that you've set out. Yeah. But intuitively, we feel this is a good match. You yes. know, so meet yes. them. Um so there's got to be an element of being coachable as well yeah, yeah. because every one of us has stuff we need to work on and if you get to sort of you know 35 40 still not had a long-term committed relationship or maybe you're entering a relationship again after a long-term divorce yeah of course there's going to be stuff that you clearly has been blocking you yeah yeah, you know, makes sense. So we kind of look to work through those sort of blocks. Um, and if they're open to that, the coaching, the suggestions from the matchmaker and stuff, then, you know, we may then offer them a membership. But we are very selective in actually... Yeah, who, I was going to say, how selective How selective are you? And what is the ratio? Is it more men than women or 50-50? So we, we get more inquiries from women because yeah. I think women are more proactive about actually thinking, right, I want to sort this out. Yeah. And, you know, um, whereas men kind of take a bit more of, oh, if it will happen, it will happen approach a lot yeah. of the time, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say that it, it's probably 70-30 in terms of inquiries that we get from more more women than men. Yeah. Um, but when it's the men, it's it's those sort of busy businessmen that just at the stage where they really want to yeah. have a family, yeah. get married and yeah. stuff. Yeah, of course. Wow, 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 wow. So when would you say is the right time? Because as we know, um, things have changed and lockdown came in and, and it stopped a lot of things from happening. People wasn't going out, no one mm -hmm. was meeting, people was turning to online. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I've heard a few great stories and i've heard some horror stories um and as we said before um being online can be one of two things it can be very public um and 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 that's great if that's for you but when would you say the right time is to think to yourself you know what maybe i do need to go and access a matchmaker or start going to um mingles and mm. speed dating and and that type of place to actually find someone potentially yeah so good question i think that um it's 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 also about the stage that you're at so i i personally when people do come to me and say they haven't tried anything else yeah i actually say to them go and try all that first yeah because you never know never i'm like know. look I, I you know the other day I, I spoke to a woman and i said to her look i'm telling you now my fear is this you haven't even you've, you've done nothing like you've yeah. literally just gone home gone to work gone home every day you've not even tried to put yourself out yeah. there right yeah. but now you want to throw money at the problem and think that's a solution right yep. and i kind of told her there's a few things she needs to do one of which was was to kind of get herself in shape yeah right yeah because again it was like you can throw money at this but if you show up on that day and you know you're not confident within the your size set, that you're yeah, at because yeah. she, you know she's like oh you know i could lose two or three dress sizes if that's how you feel yeah then yeah. now's not the time for you to be putting money into this to that extent yeah. where we may be able to convince someone to go on a date, but they're either going to show up and go, mm, this person yeah. is not confident, right? Because yeah. it's your confidence. It's the really... confidence is going to shine. Yeah. yeah it's not real. to say you need to be a size eight to be able to date. Of course not, you know, but it's it's the fact that if you're not feeling that you're at your best. Yes. 
don't do it, you know? Yeah. Either I said to go work on yourself first. Go go get those the couple of dress sizes down so you can go out, step out and feel like, yeah, you Yeah, know because what? you want her to feel like, you know what, I'm ready for yeah. this date in life. Yeah. I'm 110% confident in myself and I'm ready because actually, as you say, if she gets a knockback and yeah. she knows she's not ready, she might come back to you and go, well, if you knew I weren't ready, yes. why couldn't you tell me? So it makes exactly. sense for you to be as, as honest as you can be in this. And, and as you said, yeah. not be about, it's not about the money. No. Um, it's a, it goes a lot deeper than that. Yeah, exactly. So that was it. You know, sometimes it is, I say, that you've, you've kind of got to, Go through the stages. You need to look at look at where you may be getting in your own way. Yeah. Where you may be, you know, I've had people come back to me years later and say, Do you know what? I wasn't emotionally available. Yeah. You know, yeah. when I spoke to you before, I was guarded. I've had clients that have rejected everyone that I've sent them. And later on they've come back and gone, Do you know what? It wasn't you sending me the wrong matches. I just wasn't in the right headspace. Yeah. I was still processing my breakup. I was still, yeah. you know, so I think, and that's where the coaching side has yeah. really come in for me. And I've realised the real importance of that. Yes, definitely. I'm glad you've, you've, you've put that in place because that coaching side is a, is a side, it's a big side. Yeah. And a lot of people, I think, are now starting to see that something's blocking. What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. And for me, the coaching that I'm specialising in is actually... I, I I don't really coach the men so much. I okay. actually coach the women. Yeah. Because I trained in relationship coaching that is very specific around feminine energy work. Yes. Yeah. And I'm hearing that word because it's a lot of the stuff I think that personally for myself is something that I've been doing for years. And now I'm like saying to some of my friends, you know what, you need to read some of this stuff because you yes. wouldn't believe some of the things that we as women are walking around with carrying yes. on our shoulders because yeah. of how we were raised to be mm -hmm. um, and not realising that for some of us, that is our everyday, that masculine energy is in yeah. us on a daily basis. 100%. And, it's, and it, it was the common denominator. If I'm being completely honest... I was having fallouts with my women clients to the point where I've just said to my hubby at home, I can't deal with these women no more. Wow, imagine. I, I said to him, I cannot have women as clients anymore. And that for me was a really sad place to get yeah, to. Yeah. Because I set out on this because I, I love women and I want to help women. Yeah, and, you yeah know, of course. And, and it's like, wow, how has it got to this place where I actually feel like, just giving up on them altogether yeah, and just say, yeah. wash my hands and say, you know what, let me just deal with these millionaire men because they're much easier Do you feel that that was to... because, because I, I feel like even when I started reading, I didn't realise because it's, it's an energy that we can go in and out of, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you're working in the workplace, I know that sometimes I have to be a little bit more masculine, especially yes. because I work a lot around a lot of males who own businesses, entertainment industry, male. Yeah. You know, males are running it and we do tend to be a lot like our male counterparts. Mm -hmm. But then there is a time where we don't need to be. Yeah. You know, and we just need to be a little bit us and just 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 be us in our in our nice and there's so much power <laughs> in it as well. Energy. Yeah. <laughs> when you realise how powerful that are the essence of who we are, yes. the nature we've got, we're like, why am I trying to be like a man? Like yep. when this is so much better. Like, yes, and so much nicer. <laughs> and actually you will shine and yes. people will be looking at you and you'll be thinking it's got to be that energy that I'm giving off um, yeah. through the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, And that's what I'm saying. And then it no longer becomes about, you know, well, there are no good men out there, you know, 
can you just find me, find me the right men? Mm-hmm. It's like you suddenly realise you get it, they're drawing that you're, you're being like you're magnetic. Yes, these men are now coming towards you. A different type of person is coming to you now. Yeah, you know. And I've said this to women. I'm saying, look, you keep finding these kind of flaky guys, these really feminine energy kind of weak guys that kind of. It's because you're giving off this masculine energy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because a relationship is about polarity. Yes. This is yes. how attraction occurs. Yeah. So when your energy is too much like his, so the women, the alpha women, of course, we all want an alpha male. Yeah. But the yeah. alpha male don't want us. Yeah. <laughs> because we're coming with the same energy as him, and he's like, That's "What are <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy to hear you talk about this because this is something that I've been and my homegirl's gonna know. I'm talking about you. Yes, you know. Um, I've been having this conversation probably for the last two years because mm. we've had the time to read more delve more be in our own space yes. um not really spend as much time as we would have with our friends and mm. family and i'm so happy to hear you discuss this right now because <laughs> it is just facts yeah yeah There's and so we need to get to grips you, with yeah, it it's yeah, facts yeah yeah it's it, you know and i think that's the thing since since 2020 as well there is a huge shift that's occurring yeah like in general energetically as yeah. humankind yeah and i can see that there is going to be this it's not just returning to the feminine because it's a it's an evolved yes feminine definitely. state now that we're at now. It's not the same as it was before, no. but we definitely there has to be a shift that's occurring in order for us as men and women to really have that synergy again yeah, because we definitely. have we haven't been in no. synergy with one another. There's at been a all. divide for a little while. Yeah, it's like this power struggle. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I think that's that's it. It's like giving up that control yeah and just surrendering and really accepting that actually what we have yeah is so so powerful and it can just and it and and not only does it impact us on relationships but it also like when since I've been in my feminine energy like even my business everything has thrived I can totally agree everything in my life is better honestly you can you can feel it's it's a work in progress and I think once we start working in that direction and you start to see the actual change, it's actually quite a surprise that actually all I needed to do was just be more of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, enjoy me, mm-hmm. enjoy my energy, who I am, and actually just feel your inner power, which is like what you're just saying. Like, mm-hmm. we need to just feel that. Yes, we need to be strong and there are times for that. And I feel like because a lot of us, our mums were strong mm-hmm. or our, our grandmothers were strong and we've just been raised in that strength. Yes. Um, and as you said, the shift has come now because a lot of us are realising like that strength, we can't continue because now we're meeting men that we have the same strength with, it's not going to work. Mm-mm. No, exactly. And uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's fascinating. I'm absolutely fascinated by it. And it's been incredible. It's been one of the best things I've invested in, you know, training in this area. Yeah. So that's what I'm really passionate about now. And it's so nice because it means that I can continue working with women, yeah. but working with them in a different way yeah. now. Yeah. You know, I'm now not saying to them, yeah, sure, we can introduce you. I'm actually saying, you know what, I can see yes. this. Yeah. First this, and yeah. then we can start introducing you. Yeah, and so, I think it's a nice yeah. it's a nice balance for you now, isn't it? Because yeah. it's not just about being out here and finding that life partner. As nice as that sounds, mm. it's also about what can you do for you 
because I think, you know, that healthy relationship starts with us. And, and if we don't have that with us within ourselves, yeah. how are we going to go off and have something healthy with someone else? Absolutely. And, you know, like you said about being strong. And one of the key things that I learned was that you can be soft on the outside yeah. because you're strong in the inside. Yeah. When we feel that we have to give off this strength outside, it's because we're scared of getting hurt inside, yeah. right? We don't yeah. even trust ourselves yeah. enough to know that the boundaries are actually within us. Yeah. They're not they're not supposed to be walls outside. Yeah. We are supposed to be out in the world being warm. Yeah. And being inviting. Yeah, of course. But knowing that actually, yeah, when something doesn't feel right intuitively, that we know when to kind of step out and say, you know what, this isn't for me anymore. Yeah. Like I'm 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 gonna remove myself from this situation. Yes, yeah, you know. On spot on oh if you just joined us Siobhan Copeland she's here talking about her matchmaking service but also relationship coaching we are talking about feminine energy and I think it's been an interesting start to the conversation and one that I know that most are probably hopefully gonna go and look that up and I tell you what once you start looking it up and investing in what it actually means you'll understand it a little bit more. And I think there's nothing wrong with uh, men going and having a look and seeing what that's all about mm. um, because it's of interest to you as much as it is to us. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it. And, and when it actually really comes down to it, that's what men really desire. Yeah. They really desire that uh, safe emotional space yeah. with a woman. Yeah. It, we, we, we create that, you know, we hold the space for emotions in a relationship. Yes, yes. And that's really actually deep down their desire is just to have this kind of, yeah, this place where they can also experience this, the beauty of emotions. Because sometimes yeah. we see that emotions are kind of like, you know, we, 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 we view it as weakness, but it's yeah. not. Emotions are really powerful. They're, they're, it's all about our intuition, right? Yeah, so the, the intuition that we've got in within ourselves um, and just connecting with our heart. Yeah. essentially no definitely wow i am so feeling that so listen how successful would you say matchmaking can be it definitely has a higher success rate than online dating and i think that is just purely based on the personal touch right yeah. that it's not i've had people who have actually i've i've introduced and they've seen that person on an app and they've looked past them yeah. Going, oh, I saw them on an app or I swiped them, but then, you know, the conversation fizzled out. Yeah. But now someone is there able to give a backstory, able to give context as yeah. to why they're a good match. Yeah. And suddenly they're willing to give that person more of their attention, yeah. right? So in that sense, so when any potential client asks me, oh, what's your success rate? You know, I always say, well, it's two things. One is the the person before you success is not, is not reflective of yours. It's yes, like you go to a personal trainer and you want to get the same results as this girl who looks amazing. Yeah. Well, what has she done to get those results? It hasn't yeah. just been all on the personal trainer. No, no, no. She's changed her diet. She's changed her plan. She's been disciplined. Yeah. She's listened to the advice. She's taken it on board. She's not just here for that hour. She's actually going away, changing her lifestyle. Yeah, good point. You know, and I think that that's the same with a matchmaker. You work for a matchmaker, a coach, fine. You can sit there. You can go on the date with a matchmaker. You can have the session. But are you really changing? Yeah, during yeah, this course. process yeah, right and definitely. are you kind of you know willing to incorporate and make changes within your day-to-day -day lifestyle as well that can help you get that success but also yeah you've got more of a chance of success because as i said it's more quality over quantity yeah. 
because everybody's been vetted and stuff, when you meet that person, it's because there's already a lot there yeah. that means that there's going to be a high level of compatibility. Yeah, love that. Love that. Well, listen, we are going to go to a break. But when we come back, we are going to be talking about being single and dating. So something for the singletons, because I know today is all about lovey-dovey relationships. And you know, as I say, maybe today is about shooting your shot. Um, as Siobhan has said, have you tried everything? Uh, some people haven't. Are we open to dating? So once we come back, we're going to talk about being single. Siobhan's going to give us some dating tips. Make sure you you join us back after this. Broadcasting live. Download our app from your app store.
there is nothing like this. Now, listen, Omar, again, big, big track. And this track goes way back. I think it's like 34, maybe about 34 years, Siobhan. Imagine that. And I'm 35, still, so that's literally as a baby. And it's still a big track yeah, today. Timeless. Definitely. So that's one for your romance. There's nothing like this. Before the break, we were just having a good discussion about feminine energy. We were talking about what happens when you uh, enlist in a matchmaking service. Um, We were also talking about being open um, to dating and being available. So now we're going to switch it up and we're going to talk to the singletons. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I feel like there's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, even within some people in their families there's a lot of pressure when are you going to have your children when are you going to get married when are you going to have all of these things and I feel like young people that are probably aged between 25 to 30 are going through quite a bit at the moment and the expectations mm. to be settled um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about being single mm. um, and because obviously it's a day of love and and today's the day that you might want to shoot your shot, whether you're a fella or a young lady. This might be the day that you shoot your shot. So you know what? I wanted to think to myself, do you have any tips for anyone using dating apps? Mm, Sure, yeah. I think the thing with the dating apps, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the difference, you know, between using them to say being introduced or meeting someone out is that, it's a very snap judgment that yeah. people make. So you really don't have much time to make an impression. Yeah. So you really need to focus firstly on your visuals. Yeah. 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 So you have to have good pictures. Like I always say, ladies, I want to see you like looking your best. Yeah, definitely. Don't be wearing sunglasses, hats or, you know, baggy clothes. Like show yourself. You've yeah. got, you know, just, just show people the best. And <laughs> there are you a lot of photographers can. now. That will actually do profile pictures. There are, but you know what? Yeah. We have really good cameras Camera. on our phones. Yes. Yeah. Like there's literally no excuse for a bad yeah. pic now. It's no. not it's not like you literally had to go and print off some pictures. It's true. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's definitely true. You, you could take a hundred pictures at home. I mean Yeah, I know being funny. You could like download a seven day free trial or pay five pounds a month for even a good photo editing yeah. app, right? Yeah. yeah. That's just gonna enhance you a little bit. Yep. There's competition is fierce. There yeah. are women out there that literally know how to make themselves look like as good as celebrities yes you know yes yes and it's not like there's just a few there's a lot Lot. i mean i interview lots of women and you know yes given sometimes i see them on instagram they look amazing i look them on zoom and i'm like is this the same person yeah so you don't want to be that right you don't want to be like you look amazing in your pics but in person a real disappointment but no that's true and i think that's something that we've 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 got to start to balance out yeah because sometimes people are calling it out out now as well yeah yeah and when people start calling it out you know that we've got a bit of a problem yeah when when you you know some of these filters literally i mean i i had to kind of stop myself because i tried a couple of filters and you know next thing i got green eyes i got you know cheekbones (laughs) i'm thinking wow i look good like this like this and i'm thinking but that's not how i look like i can't just keep taking pictures like this because it's like then you don't start to like how you actually look as much you know and then that's like a self kind of love deficit thing there so you want it to be balanced right just get some good lighting um 
I do think that, you know, you can just use some good selfies. Sometimes, yeah. you know, just from the angle. Yeah, no, it's true. The lighting, as yeah. they say, as long as there's a good light in there. Yeah, because I, li- I kind of like a selfie every now and then because as well, it's kind of like shows your, your eyes quite yeah. clearly, you know, yeah. someone can see. It's almost like looking at you, the kind of expression you might give someone, this sort of warm smile. Yeah. I-, I would give that kind of vibe off, you yeah, know. makes sense. Um, so have some good photos. Uh, and don't write what you don't want. I okay. hate I hate okay. to see this. That makes sense. Yeah, on that a buy because sense. straight away to me, it just says you're in a negative state of mind. And you know the whole law of attraction. You don't talk about what you don't want. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, you talk about what you want. You're clear yeah. on what you want. And, but you don't need to actually say, you know, I want this, I want that. It's just a case of, you know, let's say, for example, there's a couple of apps. So there's different ones. So one of them actually, Hinge, I think is, is quite yeah. a good one, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I quite like what they've done because they've got prompts okay so instead of you actually having to write because i think some people do struggle to write know what themselves. to write about themselves yeah you find it a bit cringe like oh you know I don't, oh do i really have to kind of sell and even myself just talking here? about yourself actually some people will leave loads of stuff. i think i find that i leave loads of things out and actually it yeah. just means that we just don't really know which parts to pinpoint exactly exactly so so there's a couple of things so first if you go on something like hinge it makes it easier for you because you've got the prompts to choose from so it can you know under your photo you could say something like <clears throat> excuse me guess where this is you yeah. know say use a holiday photo and it starts a conversation someone yeah. could just go oh well that looks like that could be the caribbean is that yeah. where it is yeah. or, you know, <laughs> uh, so i've got a bit of a tickle in my throat i'm just getting over covid actually so i'm just kind of still got this yeah the after the um <coughs> the, the after effects of it yeah yeah um so that's that so you can put the prompts there so that makes it easier you haven't got to worry about writing something but if you're going to write something i would just keep it very uh short and sweet yeah you know and i would just say about for example i don't know if i could use myself as an example what would i say well, I'm not going to say that I'm a mum with three kids and a baby on the way or whatever, because that's obviously going to be a lot. So, okay, so we would say something like, um, you know, London born and bred. Um, EN- I put, always put ENFP, actually. I put on Myers-Briggs personality type. Because, p- again, people go, oh, what's that? Yeah. That shows that I'm an extrovert. And, and you can explain a bit more about your personality yeah, so if they it gives ask. You, yeah, it gives <clears> you another talking point. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you could say something like, you know, culture vulture, for example, you know, into culture and music, you know, R&B lover, just sort of verbs, right, yeah. you kind of want to use. So someone can kind of see that there's some sort of similarities. You've got some things in common. Yeah. But saying that, we're not just looking for what's in common because yeah. you can get on with someone as a match and you have quite different interests. Yeah, that's right, yeah. You know, it's about values. So again, I would put something about values, you know, really value, kindness. Um, don't put honesty and loyalty because I feel like they're such cliche values. Yeah, yeah. Everyone wants someone that's honest and loyal. No one's actually going to say they're dishonest and disloyal. No. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. So, <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, value, I don't know. Uh, I'm into, uh, could be your geeky thing. Yeah. I think a geeky thing's good, right? You know, like into Marvel yeah. comics yeah, or whatever. Course. Of course. Something like that. <laughs> Just something that's specific. I think don't be too generic as well. Like, oh, I'm into traveling. Who isn't, who doesn't like taking holidays? Yeah, for real. If you're into traveling, be more specific. Again, you know, oh, I, I really love city breaks. Yeah. Or yeah. I really love to just go out um, off the beaten track. Yeah. So yeah. 
it's because you know we're all different types of travelers some might just yeah. want to sit in a five-star hotel resort and not go anywhere for two weeks true, true. whereas you may be like actually no i really want to i really want to see the culture i yeah. want to go and explore here and there so yeah. i think Makes highlighting sense. those kind of things about yourself is, is really important and the other thing is not to spend too long on there yeah you know don't spend too long replying because you may get unmatched because people yeah. get a little bit funny about that if it's like three days for a reply. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, how serious are you if you've taken an XYZ amount of time to get back to me? People very easily feel rejected on these yeah. apps. And this is, yeah. this is a, you know, this is a problem it will, itself. You know, if you think about it, it can knock people's self-esteem because oh, yeah. actually you put your, you know, you put your picture out there, it's public. You yeah. put, um, you know, what you want, what you're looking for out there and to get that knocked back after a few days is definitely going to knock yeah. some people's self-esteem. Exactly. I would literally exchange two, three messages before saying, you know what, I'm not really on here that much. If you want to give me a call sometime, yeah. here's my number. Yeah. You know, put it out there. And particularly for me, I I struggle to see how I could build a rapport, uh, you know, a, a good kind of connection with someone through just messaging. Yeah. I need to actually have a chat. A conversation, yeah. And yeah. after that chat, let's just meet, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I think that sometimes we're kind of being overcautious, sort of, oh, I don't want to give my number out. You can just block the number. Yeah, yeah, good point, yeah. If, if, if they're becoming a nuisance, just block the number, that's the end of it, you know? Uh, so I would, yeah, a couple of messages, just be warm, inviting, engaging, and, and try to take it off the app as soon as you can. Lovely. Now, listen, I... Oh, listen... When I'm looking up people, and as much as I know you, I went and looked up some of your work. And uh, I read an article on Daily Mail by you. <laughs> and uh, it says, dump the friend with benefits, right? So this mm-hmm. is a family show, but I am not going to end. And I know we've got about <laughs> eight minutes left or so. I am not going to end without asking you this. What does that mean? And why should they end it if it's convenient for both mm. people? Well, I think that, you know, <laughs> good point. I mean, I wrote that, uh, that was a couple of years ago. I don't necessarily say that I, I no longer believe that to be the case. Yeah. I think that sometimes there is a benefit of having um, a lover, you yes. know, because we need to get our, <laughs> our needs met. But I do think it is difficult, particularly as women, to not get emotionally attached. Yeah. Agreed. You know, as I said, because we are we are built like that. Right? Yeah, you know, and what starts out as we know what's going on. I mean, I, I was never good with. I could never do a one night stand. I would I would have men that I would see just for that reason, but it would last ten years, <laughs> and I'd be like, if I was. <laughs> I'd be like, clearly I've, I've got an attachment to this guy because I'm still going back 10 years now. Like, it's a good point though. Such a good point. <laughs> you know, so I just think that it's kind of like energetically as well that you are connected to that person. And it, you know, fair enough. You may just be able to just cut ties once you, once you get a boyfriend or something. But there, there is that kind of, you know, that energy exchange that exists when we're in a sexual relationship. Yeah. Sorry, the family yeah. show, but you know. You, um, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. Fine. That's fine. It's true. Now, what I also want to do is because I know we've talked very much about female energy and and we may have been female led, but we are uh, female on the show. But I know that a lot of young people, say twenty five to thirty, maybe thirty five, are under pressure. First dates, guys are under pressure. You know, we're seeing loads of pictures on social media of women that are out alone, but someone's taken your picture with this lovely food, mm. um, and they are 
we are just looking like we are out by ourselves, right? <laughs> so uh, speaking to um, a lot of younger guys of late and a lot of young women, the guys in particular, they are under pressure to spend loads of money mm. on extravagant dates. Now, my thing is, if you start high like that, where are you going yeah. after? Like your second date going to be private jet. So what, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like if we, we're going out and spending two, three hundred mm. pound on a first date, I mm-mm, just think mm-mm, that that's no. just not, it's not of an expectation. No. I think we really do need to kind of start thinking a little bit more creative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of nice places you can go and not spend that. So what can we say to the guys? What kind of tips do you think we should have for guys around dating? Because mm. they're obviously thinking over there, but they're not, I don't think they're being as creative as they could be being. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I always like an activity date, actually. Yeah. I think, you know, going to do something fun. I know it's, bit old school bowling or you know crazy yeah. golf or something yeah. fun right I think that's the best thing Breaks to do yeah because well, yeah. I do think as well like if you're in this like really high-end restaurant and you know you're in that performance mode yes good point and this is the thing that I think is an issue is that people are not being themselves on dates they're in this performance mode yeah and for long as you're in that mode that person's not going to get to know the real you. Yeah. So the best thing is to do is drop the act, be in a place where you can literally just vibe. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be a fancy day at all, you know. And I know sometimes, yeah, there is this kind of, that there are a lot of women now that have these very high standards and it is that kind of world of social media where it's all about these appearances and stuff. Yeah. But, but I think it's... It's it's nice to do those things more for an occasion or more yeah. as a couple. Once you've once what, you've once you've gone a few more dates and you're actually yeah. in that couple mode, then that those are amazing dates to have. Yeah, and memories as well. Yeah. I just think as you, as you just said, and I love that it, it is a bit of a performance. Yeah, going on a first date is a bit of a performance anyway. Mm. And the fact that you've gone high high end um, as your starting point mm. just means that everyone's performing, and then the next date is there going to be one or is there going to be pressure? Yeah, exactly. So I would just, I would just say, you know, actually, I, how about we go and do something fun? Yeah, <laughs> love that, love that. And I think that's a good point to end on. Siobhan, where can we go and find out more about you and your work? Because you have been absolutely amazing. Thank you. I know I've known you for a long time, but you know <laughs> what? Today has been absolute ace and on Valentine's Day as well. I don't think I could have... <laughs> I don't think I could have matched this any better oh, than today. Too kind. <laughs> no, it's been really lovely. I've really enjoyed this discussion. Um, so yes, with regards to where people can find me, I'm on Instagram. My name Siobhan Copeland, spelled uh, S-I-O-B-H-A-N. I have to say that because yeah. my pronunciation <laughs> and name is nowhere near the similar. Um, and I've got well, I've got two matchmaking agencies actually. In fact, no, three. Um, <laughs> girl, but, so love you, that. But you're better to just come to my Instagram or but yeah, you can go to Cupid in the city.com there's cupid in the country.com which is for those that are in the home counties oh fab and i've recently acquired another business which is called project143.co.uk and that's specifically for asian to asian matches actually so that's a bit more of a Fantastic. niche but yeah but uh, cupid in the city and country is you know open to all ethnicities cultural backgrounds and etc etc so yeah. fantastic thank you so so much now next week for those of you that know or don't know i am a i do run a company called Project Yana and we specialise in healthy relationship education for young people. Uh, This month is February and it is Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month and we are doing big pieces of work around healthy relationship education. 
Next week, I'm going to be joined by three 18-year-olds. We are going to discuss red flags. um, And I'm going to be sharing how to talk about healthy relationships to your teenagers. Um, So make sure you join us right here on Reach London Radio. Still Got It Talk Show. Monday, 3 till 4 p.m. Enjoy the rest of your Valentine's. And if you don't have a Valentine, call up your mates, go out for some drinks and eat some lovely food. We'll see you back next week. Reach London Radio. Broadcasting live. Download our app from your app store.